0: Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 80, if you can believe it, with my friend Eva. Uh, Eva and I went to school together. We did not ever hang out. Uh, We really didn't have any personal history, but she's just, you know, someone that's always been on my radar. And I found out about her pretty extraordinary life. So whether you're a dancer or you just have an interest in uh, humanity, this is another great uh, perspective and another great person I got to sit down with. Disclaimer, the audio is a little janky. Um, So if you've ever sat down and record with me, you know this. But for those of you at home, we'll break the fourth wall here a second. I record with my recording equipment I'm using right now, but I also have a backup device that records the audio as well and it's a little portable recorder so the quality's not as good but you know I've lost I think it was Tim Wheeling who you might remember from episode six five something like that really early on we lost an entire half hour because my computer restarted and neither one of us noticed so I used this backup device and I was in Pittsburgh I was on location all my cords were stretched across a room to set up this podcast and because of that something got pulled out right in the beginning and uh, all I had was the recording on my backup device so hopefully you guys uh, tune it out pretty quickly uh, it seems pretty tune-outable so <laughs> with that I'm going to give you to my friend Eva you and I have lots in common my request is sent would you like to be my friend you like to be my friend my sister-in-law took a picture of me yesterday holding her my nephew and it was like a profile picture and i was like oh god i have so much so much work to do on things i need a haircut
1: You're like i'm a whole new person i don't know
0: what's going right? on with yeah. my stomach like, right now
1: <laughs> you could just Stem- blame it on the angle though yeah. that's yeah that's what we do in our house like it's just that.
0: it's just the lighting <laughs> it's just a lighting issue yep um well hi hi <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> to see you so um i mean as you know if you've listened i think you have because you have. said you <laughs> which makes me so happy um even though like i get download numbers i'm like i don't know who these people are
1: you have no faces yeah <laughs> so it's pretty <laughs> strange
0: and it's not a very interactive like you know i don't so i don't hear from people yeah um, yeah occasionally but not really. Uh, So, yeah, I start with how I know people.
1: I love that, yes. I I
0: have a specific memory of meeting you in 6th grade. I don't know why. I could just, like, picture you in 6th grade.
1: I'm impressed. Like, Um, first of all, you have the best memory. Oh, you'd be surprised what I've
0: forgotten. (laughs) But, yeah, I I remember... I just remember because you had had bangs, you had really long hair. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Lots of it, Um,
0: yeah. And I wanted to do this thing that I thought would be funny because... We don't really know each other, Mm -mm. (laughs) like other than we went to the same schools. Yeah, Um, we passed
1: each other in the hallways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I wonder if we could share what we might think (laughs) about each other. Because I I thought you were uh, just like a really good student. I knew at some point you were a dance, dancer, Mm -hmm. ballet, something along the line. I'm guessing you knew Nicole in that way maybe? I did. I
1: did. We overlapped for a little bit of time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then outside of that, I didn't know anything
1: okay that's fair i was mysterious
0: (laughs) yeah well you were i I feel like you were quiet Mm -hmm. and um i was very loud i needed attention (laughs) so
1: that's a good thing though
0: um but yeah that's that's all i got so
1: okay i I don't know
0: i don't like i don't know do you have siblings
1: i have two sisters Younger, older. They're younger than I am. Okay. I'm the oldest. I'm actually quite bossy. Like, oh
0: yeah, yeah, I already don't yeah. like you now. <laughs> <my laughs> no, older brother. Just
1: with them. Yeah, just with them. Okay. So. Good deal. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So, two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. What's the age difference there?
1: Um, one is like two and a half, and one is like six years. So. Okay. Yeah. One was
0: planned. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. Just, it sounds like. Let's right. not. I think
1: I was the unplanned one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so well, yeah. Let's start there. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your childhood like? Like, do you remember both your sisters being born, or just your youngest?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I remember both of them pretty well. Like, I we had a really sweet little childhood. Like between my sisters and I, we played mm. really well together. And um, yeah. It feels like it went by in a flash, to be honest. Like older you get, the yeah. shorter
0: that period. Yeah, I'm
1: like <laughs> so. I swear I remembered more years ago. But yeah. um no, it was a really nice childhood. Like um it got weirder as life went on, I will say, as all things do. Like when you start to become an adult and realize your parents are people. Yeah, um that it's part. Not the worst. Gets, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> but um no, it was, you know. From my perspective at that age, it was pretty good.
0: What's your uh, mom and dad do when you're born?
1: Oh, when I was born, my mom worked at a McDonald's, and she was like the manager. Nice. Um, and this was after she had stopped being a coal miner, and they, I was born in oh, Kentucky. Okay, so. yeah. I yeah. was like, coal <laughs> miner? Where are we?
0: Michigan? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Not Michigan at all, yeah.
0: So your mom yeah. was a coal miner.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Got pregnant with you and started working at McDonald's. Kind of, yeah. Kind of around yeah. that timeline?
1: Yeah, and I think my dad, they weren't married yet, which was a big, like, secret from me until I was, like, 21 or something. Where yeah. They were like, it's time to tell her the truth. And it's like, so
0: funny, yeah, And the, even though it's like, hey, it's our six-year wedding anniversary, you just turned six yeah. a couple months ago.
1: Turns out, that's not how it worked out, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, they, I don't know why, I guess it was the time. They thought they had to keep it from me, but um, yeah. but then I had, like, the whole, is dad really my dad, like, internal moment, you know, but, I mean... Even if he wasn't, he was such a good dad that yeah. it doesn't matter, um but yeah, my dad worked for the automotive side of life, so at the okay. time he was working with g m and he went on to work for p p g like his whole life, like okay. paint, you know like yeah, he yeah. fixed the paint problems basically, so
0: did he so he did that in Michigan, too.
1: yes, how yes. old were
0: you guys when you moved to Michigan?
1: Oh God, that was the worst move I ever had um <laughs> I moved every five years like oh. as a kid, so oh. it was intense um. So I moved in the middle of fifth grade, and oh. I was not received very well because the style was ahead in Michigan, and I was still cuffing my pants. And kids were like, "This girl, like, what's know her problem?" About style I mean, at that age. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, you know. But that's
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well,
0: because when I moved, I didn't when well, I not when I moved, but when I went to sixth grade, mm-hmm. I, all the kids from my school went to Sashabaw.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So it
0: was like me and two other people went to Clarkston. So oh, I didn't yeah. know anybody. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, you were just like thrown in, yeah. right? Like, yeah. So
0: how was that? Because that's like the worst time in a kid's life, <laughs> I feel. like life. Statistically, I feel like I've talked to enough people. Where I'm like, okay, so 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. the worst.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it as parents. <laughs> like, as we're all parents now, don't do this to your children. Like, yeah. wait or, you know.
0: What's a, uh, I, I mean, moving. So is that the second time you move?
1: Uh, that would be the third move I had at
0: that Jeez. point. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about the moves. Where okay. Where did you live from, so, from birth yeah. to when I met you?
1: Till you met me. So I was in Kentucky when I was born, um, and then we moved to Stowe, Ohio. Um, and oh, I did so all. Sorry. Uh, you know, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. It was actually quite fun. It was very like um, you remember the movie The Sandlot, like where yeah. everyone would play outside, and yeah. like it was very much that childhood experience. What happened experience. to the kids playing I, I don't know they don't do it anymore <laughs> like they all have phones now um but yeah so then I moved to Michigan from there so okay. it wasn't too many but yeah. it was enough that I was like I have no roots basically you know.
0: Yeah that's rough as, as a kid for sure.
1: Yeah but I'm really good at making friends <laughs> like really fast yeah.
0: <laughs> I suppose it's like it's a, a survival tactic you have yeah. to pick up Yeah eventually. or
1: else you're just lonely yeah. you know yeah so. Um
0: so what's i mean i guess is that the most dramatic movie said what is what is that like going into the is it the middle of fifth grade you said
1: yeah the middle well i was already in dance at this point and okay. i had gotten my point shoes and i wanted to finish nutcracker so um we finished nutcracker and then we moved and it was literally like a couple of days before christmas when we were like moving in and to this day we have this weird moving ornament on the tree that's just moving stickers, like, in a ball, like, oh, it's lasted yeah. over time. Um, so, that's why it was in the middle of the school year, is because dance already at that point was of the utmost importance in my life.
0: When did yeah. you start that?
1: I started when I was three. Wow. And I was pretty much, like, this little determined, you know, the bossy kind of side of child <laughs> that was like, this is who I want to be when I grow up, and I just didn't who put you like, of
0: it. Who put you into dance? Was that my parents but like does your mom um no
1: I my cousin was in this like parade for like a tiny little dance studio okay and I just it was the (laughs) coolest thing ever to me like I was a little girl and I was like I want to be in the parade you know like I want to I didn't know what I was talking about clowns were out yeah no no clowns (laughs) dance (laughs) was in like yeah yeah (laughs) that's so funny yeah
0: yeah um so what what role does that play then into like throughout your childhood and then getting to Michigan?
1: Yeah, so, you know, like my life turned into I was dancing every day of the week like Monday through Saturday and I would take Sundays off and then, you know, as I'm rolling into um michigan we actually my dad looked for a dance studio and then picked where he wanted to live based off that wow yeah yeah
0: you're the queen of the family
1: (laughs) i was like my (laughs) sisters i think are still a little like really Eva. like
0: that's funny yeah
1: yeah so um but they were awesome like you know michigan was so artsy that like it was a really good move for our whole family my my middle sister you know she was into music and the youngest one was a little more into the arts so michigan was so great in that way because there was so much there for us definitely Um, good
0: good little pockets it really is yeah like
1: um for being like not a big city right because clarkston's you know it's tiny (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) yeah their Uh, programs and and i don't know how they've done it for so long but their programs seem pretty well funded like in Mm -hmm. the arts Mm -hmm. um like i mean Was that junior year, sophomore year, when we got all the TV stuff? Like, that was top of the line. It really was. State of the art stuff. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, the fact that you guys, I say you guys, because I know so many people that did, like, some sort of dance thing. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. There was quite a few of us, though, yeah. A lot of access. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I didn't, I'm trying to remember the TVs. I remember computers coming in, but I moved away after my 10th grade year. Okay. So I finished high school in Pittsburgh, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to an inner city school during the day, which was fantastic, because <laughs> it was like eyes wide open of, oh, reality doesn't look like we're all the same, right? Yeah. Like, it was a really good moment in my life. Um but I would dance in the morning, and then they would shuttle us to school. I would go to school for a few hours, and I would go back to dance because I was in Pittsburgh Valley Theater School at that point. So, yeah.
0: Well, well. Yeah. I, like, yeah. So yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I guess that's the that's the roots you always had, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you were moving or not, you always had dance that just kept going.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Was mm-hmm. that did that turn into like your comfort zone?
1: Yeah, I mean, it turned into my identity, for sure, yeah. for a while, um, because I was good at it. And That's always
0: ballet, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I retired as a modern dancer, but I was a ballerina predominantly. Okay. Like, um, But yeah, it, it was just something comfortable that I knew, you know, that I could always walk in and feel like, I got this, you yeah. know. Um, not everywhere else in life feels like that, for sure, especially yeah. when you move a lot, you know.
0: Well, yeah, what's going on in the other side of your life, like, when you're, I mean, the time I knew you, Mm -hmm. it's crazy, I didn't know that you left before the end of high school.
1: Yeah, there was some funny rumors that I had gone off to New York, because I had, I was dancing in New York during the summers and, like, leaving, and and there was a rumor going around that I was a model, and I really liked that one, I was (laughs) like, that's awesome, like... (laughs) I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> I wasn't. I I actually was asked to come out to like an agency when I was younger, and they were like, "If you can grow like, you know, four more feet, then we would like to have you on the runway." Yeah. This is like, you know, a big agency, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I think I'm good." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you get one, What is it? A rack
0: You stretch yourself. Yeah, like just out? keep yeah. stretching it. So
1: yeah. Um, luckily, I wasn't. That wasn't my my goal for myself, but uh, yeah. Basically, after I met you and moved away, like, my whole life turned into how do I get this job? How do I get the job? Like, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, tell me about, I've talked a lot about this on on the show, um, the experiencing other cultures, mm-hmm. which you kind of brought up already, but yeah. yeah, that move from Clarkston where we have like two people of color right. per like grade, maybe. Yeah. Um, if, if
1: you're lucky. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah.
0: And then yeah. you come to Pittsburgh and you said inner city mm-hmm. school in Pittsburgh. Schindling. Yeah. So, yeah. what is that like? And, like, as a like prime development age, mm-hmm. like, what, 16, right? Mm-hmm. What is, yeah. I mean, what are you going through then? And how does that open your worldview?
1: Huge. Huge. Because <laughs> I like,
0: imagine Kentucky and Ohio is pretty <laughs> fucking white. <laughs> it was very white. Yeah. It
1: was. Yeah. And we lived in, you know, like suburbs. Like, um, so shinley was probably the best thing i think that's ever happened in my life in terms of expanding as a human being and trying to understand what life looks like for everybody yeah. right because until i went to that school i didn't even understand what privilege even kind of meant right like yeah. it was just this is my life right there's people
0: our age that still don't know that yeah yeah <laughs> so. yeah
1: that's, this is true that's a whole other conversation yeah, yeah. different podcast <laughs> yeah. different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um i think i i don't even know how to say this in a in a in a right way but i I just think that it shaped me yeah. like I think that it made me more loving and more kind and I think that i um I saw how other people lived, you know because they were my friends, and you know like we hung out and I saw that there were big differences in in what reality were for people even yeah. at that young age and i will say like i was still a little privileged ballerina going to school you know what i mean like yeah. so my perspective still was shaping even after that time but it was it was definitely the catalyst to like looking at the world and saying it's not all about you eh? Yeah. and <laughs> you know like it's a much bigger better place than you could imagine yeah you know yeah yeah,
0: That's, yeah. um i'm wondering because i don't want to spend hours on um, school but (laughs) i'm curious in all the moves Mm -hmm. um and i'm guessing your parents very supportive of the dance the whole time
1: yeah yeah
0: um i get get that impression (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: they were good (laughs) um
0: but like throughout all the moves and especially the last one you know into pittsburgh and then you graduate here right Mm uh what what kind of struggles do you have to go through or overcome rather Mm. through all that Mm because that's i mean that's a lot on a kid yeah it is. And so I, you could pull from a number of wells I'm sure, but Yeah, I'm like
1: trying to decide <laughs> like, which wells. Is there, to is talk is there stuff about? that
0: like sticks out like oh that's kind of like a defining thing of who I am or
1: yeah. something I
0: had to change?
1: I well, there's a couple stories that I feel like would be relevant, but I will say I gave up a lot. I gave up, you know, a lot of friend time, a lot of activities because mm. I was basically priming myself to have a job the second I could right so when i moved to pittsburgh i was actually already dancing with the company so you had to keep a certain caliber of self up at that point and i know you've spoken to nicole before so yeah. like you know like you know like there's this whole like body image that you have to keep up and oh my god i got the fat talk all the time it was crazy um you yeah, know. I imagine
0: that industry is just like ripe with eating disorders.
1: It is. <laughs> it, it's better, it's getting better. That's good. Um body image is definitely shifting. Yeah. Um and like not trying to make everyone look like a pew, pew, prepubescent human being, yeah. right? Like um you know, I uh I was always more shapely, I feel like, you know, like than Which other is crazy people. to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, cuz I'm not a shapely <laughs> person. I'm not like and um you know, but that, that just goes to show, like, what kind of world I was working yeah. with at that point. Um Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of struggles. I moved from my parents when I was 16. I didn't oh. live with them anymore. Um
0: Did so. They didn't live in Pittsburgh? No. Or did they stay in Michigan?
1: They actually moved to Strongsville, Ohio. My oh, okay. dad had to move your sisters again. sisters, too?
0: Because, like, holy crap. Y- Right, so my sisters <laughs> went
1: on. And what's weird is I didn't finish their final years, like, even under the same roof as my sisters. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a... Um, foreign entity feel with me and my sisters. Not that we don't care so about each other, but.
0: Who did you live with at 16 when you uh, moved to A host family. Pittsburgh. How was that? Uh, it, <laughs>
1: was, it was good. The first one was really good. I lived with my best friend, who was also from Michigan, um, and she was doing the program here as well. And um, we had like our own rooms in this lovely family's home. She was a school teacher at the high school, actually. So oh, it was okay. perfect, yeah. you know. Um, But she couldn't have us for the second year because her older son started to notice girls, and he would start peeking under the door. So it was like, it's time to go. (laughs) So that was really lovely. Like, it was a really good experience. My second host family, um, they were really into God. And not that that's a bad thing, but... um, if I didn't choose to go to church on Sundays, I would get grounded for the week, which I don't even think they were allowed to ground me. So oh. I was basically always grounded because I didn't like to go. like
0: did religion play a role at all in your household, like growing up?
1: Yes, and uh, there's a lot of backstory to the religion thing. Um, I uh, my mom is now a pastor.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I'm always very curious yeah. about
1: religion. <laughs> yes. Um and it's weird having your mom turn into a pastor later in life. Yeah. You know, like um but yeah, there was some weirdness that went down with the church actually in Michigan, which made me hate the church, basically. You know. Um <laughs> you know, I've grown up a little bit since then, so I can separate what's human. You know, like yeah. human beings are you know, that has nothing to do with if someone wants to Worship something, right? Yeah. I get that now, but yeah, like I was actually molested in a church. So I was Beautiful. like, by the pastor's son, and yeah, yeah, it was like a whole thing. That'll make you swear yeah. off, yeah. Churches, it, yeah. I was like, I'm good. I'm yeah. good on that one.
0: So, so uh, can I ask how old you were when that happened?
1: Yeah, I was young. I think I honestly it was probably in between sixth and seventh grade, it was somewhere in that time. So right
0: around the worst time of your life. Yeah, you just basically. Add that in. Just keep piling okay. yeah, on. Um, sure. Yeah,
1: and. And it was weird, because my mom and dad didn't handle it well, you know, which kind of, I think, is always yeah. when we learn they're grown-ups, right? Like, when we learn they're people. Yeah. Um but they, people. Yeah. They didn't... We didn't report it, and they... Uh, my mom made me go to the pastor of the church, which he told me I made it all up. Because it's his son? Yeah. 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 So, it was really odd. Yeah. It was awkward. And only a few people knew about it, and the ones that did, they were denying it, and... There was one instance where it was like a I think it was like a freshman near like dance or something like that. Hmm. And uh, one of the guys that was um I won't give too many details cuz I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. But um one of the guys that was on the same sports team had heard that this was something that happened and I remember I denied the whole thing because I didn't want the drama at the dance, you know, like that sucks. But that's something that stuck with me yeah. like from Michigan, which is actually, you know, like yeah. too bad cuz it was
0: But you know, that's yeah. It's it's not a representative. Yeah, of it's not no, a good re- Michigan representative. Um, how how old are you when you like process that?
1: Not till I was an adult, okay.
0: seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Years later, I didn't yeah. even
0: know I was <laughs> sexually abused until I told my therapist, first person I ever told wow. when I was like thirty. Oh my gosh!
1: Uh, wow. And she's like,
0: "That would be considered abuse because it was an older kid." And so I was just like, "Oh, it was just like yeah. a game." This and is how <laughs> kids
1: play, right? Um, like, well, I
0: knew it wasn't normal, okay. but I did, but I. I think I more took blame for it than anything.
1: You feel weird, yeah. You know, like yeah. you don't feel comfortable even yeah. saying stuff. And I was about like, it. he was only
0: like a year or so older. She's like, yeah, but the fact that he was older and he like coerced you, like, yeah. that's considered like sexual assault. I was like, you yeah, know, yeah. sexual abuse. And I was like, okay,
1: thanks for that. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Good to, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna start Let processing. me process yeah. that. Yeah, let give me take some time. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, get, I definitely get. Wait until you're an adult. Yeah, yeah. Because you you can't right. Like there's there's parts of. Yeah. That you just can't. Mm-hmm. I think there's still shit I haven't even... Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God. Well, and then, like, becoming a parent, you know, like, that's yeah. the whole other I thing. I can't even imagine. You start processing <laughs> all kinds of stuff that you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yell you the same way my mother yeah, yelled at me. I, I, I see get this. It. Yeah, There's a cycle here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, obviously, that has <laughs> shaped some stuff, I'm sure. It has. Um, it has. And then what what happens... I guess a dance career, Mm -hmm. like it sounds like you kind of hit the ground running at 16. I did, So what does that look like, uh, Um, starting that, I guess?
1: So, yeah, no, I... Because I don't
0: don't know exactly what trajectory your career was in that. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, it makes for a better
1: conversation, (laughs) right? Like, um, yeah, so... At 16, I was still doing the school thing. So, um, and Frickin' school yeah, thing. I know, right? And the <laughs> director of the ballet, um, he wanted people to kind of be graduated before he would give, them, give us a job. Um, so I did that for like three more years with that just training, basically. Yeah. Um, and in that third year, I got hurt really bad, honestly. Like I couldn't even move my ankle. And I was like, all right, I'm done you know like yeah. i moved home for a little bit and was there yeah, was pain it to be a
0: little shattering right uh
1: yeah my whole <laughs> life was you were, like yeah. yeah and i you know at that point i was so consumed with it that i was like i don't need to take like sat's and AC-. i mean like i was totally an asshole in that moment yeah. not like were you fine for my
0: academically future. though
1: yes and no if it interested me okay i definitely didn't do well in some math classes because i thought there was a cute boy and i would like flirt <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. Um, I would not do that now. <laughs> I'm a little better of a student now. Um, but uh, yeah, so after I got hurt, I moved home, and a teacher in Ohio, my parents are in Ohio yeah. at this point. she's like, "We would like you to just come and get back in shape and she put me on like this crazy diet, and meanwhile, I had been working in a hollister and they like turned me into a manager after a day of being there because they're like, "Oh, you don't suck and you're capable. List. <laughs> you're gonna run this store now bar is low yeah the bar is really low like congratulations so like I was a 19 year old kid running a like store going I have no idea what I'm doing right now so yeah so I got myself back in shape and um this teacher she actually invited the director of Ohio Ballet and he taught a class gave me a job right after the class so yeah it was amazing like so I worked for him I think for four years I was doing all the principal roles in Ohio Ballet it was
0: really great. Hey guys, I just want to interrupt this interview to remind you I am a fierce advocate for therapy. I mean, let's face it, this whole show uh, and some of the guests, uh, you know, they don't exist without the leaps and bounds uh, you're able to make in therapy. So that's why I'm proud to have BetterHelp sponsor this show. And you got to ask yourself, you know, is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, I've spent some time in therapy learning to rein in my need for external validation, which is getting there. (laughs) BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Maybe even me one day. So there's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 15,000 plus therapist network, which, you know, may not be locally available in many areas. And it's available to clients worldwide. So when you sign up, you can start communicating within 48 hours and then are you getting those random light bulb moments like I do? You know, you're laying in bed and you think of something. Um, well, with better help, you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, which that's pretty cool. Right. So you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule your weekly video and phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in that uncomfortable waiting room. Where you're like, what are you here for? <laughs> and so BetterHelp uh, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change your therapist if needed. So you don't have to have those awkward therapist breakups. And it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. And financial aid is available. So that's that's awesome. And it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. And BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and you can do that by visiting BetterHelp.com/friendrequest. That's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over one million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So there's a special offer, you guys. This is the this is the juicy part for friend request listeners. That's you. You get ten percent off your first month of therapy when you visit BetterHelp.com/friendrequest. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Friend Request. And remember, guys, when you support our sponsors, you're supporting Friend Request as a show. So thank you so much. Here's the rest of the episode. What's the time length between you hurt yourself and you get a job
1: again? (sighs) Gosh, it was pretty quick, actually. Okay. It so felt you, like you, forever. You healed pretty quickly. I did. <laughs> I did, yeah. So advantage I of being young. I yeah, exactly. I don't think I'd heal that fast anymore. <laughs> <No>. um, Amen. <laughs> and I was in really good shape. I mean, you have to keep in mind, I was an athlete at that point. Yeah. So, like, I was really fine-tuned and knew how yeah. to take care of
0: myself we well, hear those crazy stats that I'm sure like I don't know why I'm telling you but yeah. like how many calories you burn like during a performance and stuff oh
1: really and I don't actually know that I'm, I'm yeah. so I, I look it up <laughs> I don't I know will. off the top of my head but like
0: <laughs> uh even from even anybody in like a specialized thing where you are where your body is involved uh that makes there's sense. always like, even, <laughs> not putting in this category, but, <laughs> uh, like, I heard NASCAR drivers, like, lose something like, uh, God, I don't know, five or six pounds or something, like, during a race. Wow. Just in water.
1: Wow. Dr- is it from an adrenaline spike? For, well, no, from, is, or? they're in the
0: suits, and then they're going 200 so. miles an hour, and, th- and so they just, like, in sweat and stuff, like.
1: That's incredible.
0: It's insane. I mean, that's Um, a
1: great workout plan. Like, you don't even have to move.
0: But then you hear, like, uh, you know, pop artists that have, like, your Britney Spears type people, how many calories they burn on stage every single night. Oh, yeah. So I can't imagine just... in. disciplined performances like like dance oh yeah yeah it's gotta
1: like, be insane it's <laughs> i mean i could eat whatever i wanted at that point yeah. like you know, just scarf it down like as fast as you can yeah
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so what what do you do four years in that company so
1: yeah th- when they actually started to fold unfortunately um bummer <laughs> you no know, they went under which was really sad because it was a really nice thing that was in akron you know it was pretty yeah. cool um so i had come back to pittsburgh i had talked with the director and he's like i'll give you a job the following season so you know he pushed me around a little bit before then but finally i got my job um and so i worked with them god i was with the ballet here for eight years
0: what does that look like what does the job in the ballet look like
1: oh my goodness so we like give, me, work, yeah, give me an average yeah. week or month or something. we work <laughs> a lot um it's a forty-hour work week and you dance the schedule there was we danced from nine to six at night um and that was just dancing all day rehearsing and then when we had performances you'd have like all weekend long you were in the theater basically yeah. from sun up to sundown and know? what
0: it like performances and i i sound super naive so i apologize yeah. but like what is that? I look. I, I know the nutcracker, right? <laughs> but, like, out of that, I don't know what else. And I think, in comparison, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, the DSL or, like, any city's yeah. orchestra. Yeah. Um, it's
1: similar to their season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, predominantly, most ballet companies that are, like, not, like, in New York or really big cities, they're going to have a slightly smaller season, and it's going to look like six to seven different reps. And okay. they run from a course of... One week to two to, to a month long. Okay. So it just depends. Nutcracker is always like a month long, like you're in it to win it. And is and that like,
0: like six shows a week or something like?
1: Oh, more than that. Okay. Because you have two a day. Oh, every day? Um, Closer to Christmas, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like 60 some shows like that you're packing in like, yeah, in a month, <laughs> like, and that's with you having some off, right? Like yeah. you're not doing all of it, but you're doing most of it, depending on where you are in the wow. ranks. yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh That's no, it was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, you put on like your army fatigue and you're ready, like, yeah. you know, as a dancer.
0: Um, how does that, how, do you, how are you able to maintain social life, romantic life, anything outside of that when you're doing stuff like that? Um, or are you not? <laughs>
1: sometimes you can, so Dancers have this nice thing that if you're lucky enough to get a job that has like a good season, you get layoff time. Which Perfect. means you get to rest and recoup. So yeah. a lot of times your social life is more during that time. Yeah. You know, I you're not you're out not with you going between out. These yeah, months yeah. I, these basically, months. my friends would joke like, "We'll see you like at yeah. the end of this season." Um, but a lot of dancers marry each other. Like my husband is a dancer. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> <Just laughs> so works out. There's a lot of coupling. Yeah. Yeah. We always joke. We're like the smart guys. Like, just became dancers because they were like, "Oh, my wife is like <laughs> right here. This is easy." You yeah. know, like. 'Cause you work close together, yeah. so you know.
0: What do divorces look like in that industry? <laughs> Honestly, it
1: doesn't happen very often, That's good. which is wild, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're also like mental ninjas, you know, like so I think we're able to overcome a lot because at a very early age we taught ourselves how to overcome a lot of yeah. BS basically. You know, so well to remain focused, I imagine. Yeah. So yeah. you're
0: not distracted by other shit in your life.
1: No, I am like the most focused person ever because of dance yeah well I imagine yeah yeah,
0: fast forwarding and I don't want to get into it yet but yeah yeah meditation yoga mindfulness I imagine yeah all that is rooted oh god yeah 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 I was like I was born for this let's do it yeah yeah (laughs) wonderful yeah um so you're in Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. you're in a company here Mm -hmm. finally
1: (laughs) I know right I finally made it yeah um yeah and I danced here and Mm, that last year that I was here, um, my husband and I were doing a work by Twyla Tharp, and um, gorgeous work. I love Twyla's work. And we were asked by the repertoire, Shelley, um, to dance for Twyla, basically.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. How much pressure is that? A to lot. dance for the creator of it?
1: Um, yeah, and she's <laughs> probably the most intelligent human being on the planet. Like. Yeah. You um, you kind of get a little nervous being around her because she's so smart. Like, just so witty that you're like... That's how I feel about most people. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but so it kind of looked like this. We, Shelly was like, I'd like you to go work for her. So we went out. We danced in Twilight's living room, which has no furniture because she is all dance all the time. And, um, yeah, she offered us a job that day like were you guys
0: already together at that point yeah okay we
1: fell in love doing nutcracker we were (laughs) like gross cute like (laughs) yeah we're not so gross cute anymore but (laughs) you know um but yeah so we we went to twyla um you know we left the ballet here and we moved to new york and um yeah we danced with her for four years we were part of her big 50th tour so we toured all over the united states like celebrating her 50 years as a choreographer and um, and then after that, we went to a couple places in Europe. Like, did our what thing.
0: A, what is going through your head <laughs> if you can remember? Yeah, being in her living room, like this is someone that you've. I, I'm guessing you've danced a lot of her stuff mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like it's a name on. on yeah. A, you know. Yeah, she's
1: like <laughs> big on everything, right? Yeah. Like she's been in movies and TV and Broadway, and like there isn't any industry in the dance world that she has not created something so what is
0: that moment like um that's that's you know there's all the you know never meet your heroes and (laughs) uh and the the pressure i imagine you would feel you know like if this is a weird comparison especially since i'm terrible at guitar but if like john mayer was like play me this song of mine (laughs) i'd be like no what (laughs) Yeah. Can we just, like, hang out? Yeah. I will disappoint you, sir.
1: I think I still had those feelings, so yeah, <laughs> No. Um, but yes, because I wanted it. Yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, it was definitely, like, pinch me. There's no way this is real life kind of moment. Yeah. And, you know, like, those really pivotal moments when everything in the world just seems to kind of slow down. And, like, it's kind of like being on stage, actually, when you're just like, ah there's so much time all of a sudden it's you know loose and movable and it was one of those for sure but it was also like like I remember my brain like working harder than ever because she's known for how intelligent she is so her work is very difficult on the mind right like I mean like we're talking like she's a musical genius so like she created the fugue within her works like so it's it's deep like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, so I was definitely like a little freaking out you know yeah. at that as well
0: your husband the same boat he's a little
1: more chill than i am okay yeah so he was <laughs> i mean he was probably like geeking out like in that happy because he's like a big puppy dog but I, nothing shakes him yeah. you know like that's good yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he's unshakable for sure
0: so she brings you to new york and mm-hmm. then you tour the country yeah,
1: yeah and like, you
0: said you went to europe
1: yeah we did yeah how was that lovely is that your
0: first time in europe
1: No, we had been before, yeah. Yeah, we try to go. Yeah, (laughs) we try to go when we can. Um, And I had actually, with the ballet here, we had danced in Israel before, so that was really cool, too. Um, No, Europe's amazing. Like, they respect dancers like they're athletes and like they're superstars so that that part was really cool i get the
0: impression that arts in general are more respected there they
1: are they are yeah we kind of missed the boat on that one a little um but the stages are like this incline so everything is like you can roll a pin and it'll fall off the stage yeah right and um so when you're dancing and you're used to a flat surface this is a huge challenge because all of a sudden you're running up and downhill when you're trying to move, and yeah. that is not easy at like, so you have at to all. retrain
0: yourself on all the stuff that you already knew? Yes, but like in
1: a matter of seconds because you don't have the time to actually do it, yeah. right? Like you're just expected, you're a professional, so you go in and you, you do it no matter what.
0: Now I'm just thinking of, <laughs> are those the same stages that they do like plays and musicals on? Yeah. So, see, I, I'm going to like this, this set dresser mode. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Do they have to cut table legs shorter on one side? They might,
1: actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should look it up. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. really, really, they call it raked, yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. So, yeah. I've
0: never thought about that. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> but it's because the playhouses in Europe were built all on one level yeah so instead of inconveniencing the audience they inconvenienced the performers so that you could see better right
0: how it should be I know right
1: yeah (laughs) we are the peons like yeah don't
0: inconvenience me as an audience member
1: (laughs) exactly Um,
0: that's great so how long are you touring
1: yeah we we did that for four years um and then I kind of blew it up a little bit um I got pregnant. <laughs> That'll do it, I hear, yeah. for dancers. It'll, do, um, it. It'll how,
0: do it. How old are you when, like, the Twilight thing happens?
1: I'm really bad with my age, okay. so I will <laughs> give you a round. I always forget. Fourteen. Um, yeah, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, I believe I, I think I retired when I was 34. Okay. So, not too long ago. Um, yeah, so, you know, I guess I was around 30 when I okay. was working for her.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then
1: yeah, moving to like moving (laughs) to New York though, when you're 30 is not awesome because you're starting to have a 30 year old body and you're like walking like 20 miles a day and you're like, there's a reason young people move to New York and do the nightlife. Like my husband and I, like he's younger than I am, but he's like an old man at heart and like everyone would go out and we were like, yeah, I think we'll just stay home, you know, order food again, you know? (laughs) No.
0: I enjoy staying. Home. <laughs> yeah. Even when I uh, I don't drink anymore, and but mm-hmm. when I did, I was like, I still I think would rather like have a couple people over than go out. Mm-hmm. Went through a phase where I went out just to like smoke cigarettes behind my wife's back. Because <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I'd quit and then I started again. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to the bar. The secret smoke. Yeah. 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 Like, like going go to the bar again. It's like this seems like a lot, but I really like. <laughs> it's
1: a lot of work secret. for that one, right? Like
0: yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah. So I, I'm curious. Did you go to school? Like, did you go to college during that? Because uh, the timeline seemed to like match up when you got injured. Like, you mm-hmm. had an opportunity to. Yeah, I could have. To, yeah, okay. I,
1: could have. Um, I was like, I'm very emotional. Like, in terms of like, I, I'm a very big personality. So I needed to have some time to have my emotions when ballet seemed like it wasn't working out. Yeah. You know. Um. So that's why I didn't even think about school and. um as time went on, I wanted to just dedicate... Because, like I said, I when I do something, it's full. you know. Yeah. So I was like, I will be distracted if I'm in school and trying to dance at the same time. I'd like to have one and then the other. Um, so I have not gone to college. like, I do not have a degree. Um, I have a lot of... None
0: wrong with that? <laughs> I have a ton
1: of certifications <laughs> and things. But, yeah, I'm a very untraditional student.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious where... So you did dance for... I mean, your whole life. My
1: whole life, yeah. <laughs> a long time. But like
0: professionally for like, what, 16 years or something?
1: Yeah. But yeah. Roughly 15, 16, yeah. you know, like, yeah.
0: Where does that come from? I mean, is there just a huge support system when you're young or is it ignorance? Is it like, where you're like, oh, I, I'm going to do this. This is my path. That like, there's no option B. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. Because mm-hmm. that, that's the impression I get that you, the mindset you had. Yeah. And not a lot of self-doubt in that. No. (laughs) So, like, where does that come from?
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. can you teach me? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) There was self-doubt. But I am a very good actress. So (laughs) Uh, nobody knew it. Um, My dad and I had a funny joke that he, when I was really insecure about something, I would call my dad and he would sing me, I have confidence and confidence in me because he knew it, like, would lift my spirits. But, like. It was just like a funny pep talk, basically, that I always got. Um, no, I was so insecure, insecure, like honestly, yeah. but I was determined, and I wasn't going to let anything stop me. Like,
0: but where? So where does that come? The determination. I guess um, that would be the better question. I'm a very
1: fiery <laughs> person. <I
0: think. laughs> Is it just honestly, like stubbornness like, in disguise?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of stubbornness in disguise, and I also think, um, I don't know, like I just it was me you know what I mean like I identified as that and like I just decided that there was nothing if it was in my control I wasn't going to let anything stop me yeah you know now granted life is about timing right and you can be at the wrong place at the wrong time and I was very lucky I acknowledged that like how I got my breaks basically yeah yeah
0: I mean that that Sounds like you worked really hard to get to where you're I at. Did though. work very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> there is always, side too. Yeah. <laughs> the more people I talk to that like were able to do something, um, for lack of a better term, like financially successful with their creative endeavor, mm-hmm. um, always seem to like they don't ever say that they didn't work hard, yeah. but they always seem like a little dismissive of it I and mean, like I was just you know I think I just did things right or like I was in the right <laughs> place and, and it's like. But you also made all these sacrifices. <laughs> uh, and looking back, yeah. like, and even the short time we've been talking, like, yeah, it sounds like you've made a lot of sacrifices over your life to yeah. accomplish what you need to accomplish. I
1: did. I did. Um, and, and I think, I guess it's hard to quantify it. After oh, you've yeah. been doing it for so long, yeah. you kind of forget, yeah. like, because it became part of and you. Just
0: force people to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
1: um
0: well, yeah. I mean, pat yourself on the back. That's, that's amazing. Yes. The, the, the hard work that, and it's funny, it's, it's so stupid. It's funny. I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> that's always the thing, right? We're told when we're young, like, oh, you got to work really hard at something to, to be successful. Um, and it always ends up being like, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And it, it's uh, like, especially with creative stuff. And mm-hmm. I've just been, I'm, part of this group but i've also been friends and acquaintances with people musicians you know like mm-hmm. over the years that uh you're just kind of waiting for something to happen to you yeah um and then i talk to people now that i'm like pushing 40 and mm-hmm. they like i have plenty of friends that have had like successful careers in that area and, yeah. and they tell me the stuff that they did like early like early 20s give up every weekend to like rehearse and exactly like, yeah fuck you <laughs> like, <laughs> Like it all and it all makes sense now, like <laughs> looking back and like, Oh yeah, I would have never made that sacrifice.
1: <laughs> it's true though. Um, that's yeah, yeah that's that's, that's where exactly it, but like I mean it's not that you wouldn't, it's that you chose not to. Yeah. Right. right. Like Well know? for
0: myself I was my social life was like a buffer for me, like not hating myself. I mean and so, <laughs> friends are like
1: you know, like part of the biggest substance to our lives yeah. right like yeah, yeah it's everything <laughs> yeah good ones are <laughs> Right. Yeah. So i make you question things um
0: uh, so is your relationship maintained um sounds like because you're talking about talking to your dad like with your parents mm-hmm. the whole time oh yeah and yeah. then your sisters yeah does that stay good as, as you guys are yeah adults and everything
1: honestly they've that's all been pretty pretty good and i've actually gotten closer to my sisters as i've gotten older you know um i'm less of a schmuck and more of a kind sister now (laughs) um but my i'll say my mother and i have the most strain because she represents something from my past that is painful and so i think over time when i had my child because i have a four-year-old um I think that was when the pinging started cause I started looking at my mom in a very different way. You know, like as we do, when we become parents and we start dissecting everything and um, yeah. So yeah, my dad has retired. So he's like way easy to talk to now, you know, like he used to be like a man of like three words and yeah. now he's like, Hey, I love everybody. And I'm like, cool. Like, um, and my mom's just a little bit sad. Mm, she's loving, but. She's a little trickier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell me about becoming a mother yourself.
1: Okay. Um. (laughs) Deep (laughs) breath. Okay. Yeah. So I always thought I probably wasn't going to have a kid, to be honest, because of what I did. And I didn't think I wanted to give it up. Well, and
0: it's, and again, coming from a place of being super naive, doesn't dancing your entire life, like have a toll on your body in that way? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of yeah. dancers that aren't even capable they of having children. Well,
1: if you let yourself become so thin, yeah. you know, like, your body doesn't... It just doesn't support itself the way that yeah. a body that wasn't pushed to the brink of where it should be, basically. Because I, I will be the first to admit that dancers get too thin. I mean, we yeah. do. Like, it's, um, it's like being a, a gymnast for a very long yeah. time. But, you know, when those gymnasts retire they then become women, you know, and, like, dancers carry their career well into adult years, you know, so things get messed up from that. Yeah. Um, But this is, like, crazy. I retired with a baby in my belly while I was dancing on a stage in New York. I was at the Joyce Theater, and, I mean, you know, I'm doing Twyla's Ballet, which is incredibly aerobic, running up and down a flight of stairs. I had 16 crossovers, and it meant I had to run up and down stairs, every time i did that so and i didn't know i was pregnant at first and i was just like man this is getting harder i don't know why i'm so (laughs) out of breath doing these stairs you know like because i was such a you know i was in great shape and yeah yeah, i had a baby in my belly and that's why (laughs) um so yeah my final bout was actually with my son which is really cool like um you know he was growing um but uh when we told twyla
0: how far along were you when you did your final performance?
1: I think I was almost two months. Okay. Like, yeah, so I was so young still. Yeah. But it was definitely, I knew my body so well that I was like, something's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not normal, right? Um, and uh, when I told Twilight it was not well received and she uh, was <laughs> mad. Um, she had a soft spot for my husband and I. And I think she wanted us to kind of work with her for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but that meant that our whole life was about her and not us. <laughs> and uh, so uh, she fired us both uh, because I was pregnant. which is not legal. Um, but I, d- I wasn't in the mood to fight. Yeah. So during my pregnancy, when you're already going through all these changes, I was mourning the loss of my first love, basically. Right. Um, and my husband was trying to figure out what the heck is happening with life because he also all of a sudden was out of a job and what do we do next you know yeah. so we, we so was firing that. him
0: too more like a vindictive move oh god
1: yeah. <laughs> it was totally like he could have gone on tour and done yeah. the next program without a problem um but it was okay because it was actually kinder that way we ended up moving back here and i remember you know after we talked with her we were sitting on a park bench in in um central park and like i had just bought like the one of Shel Silverstein's books and like we read the book like on the bench, you know, had a little cry and you know, that was the end of that chapter. Basically we yeah. moved out of New York like a month later and uh, moved back here, bought a house. Like, you know, we, we moved to trees cause we were like, all right, we've done Brooklyn for a while. Um, yeah. And uh, motherhood has been uh really a hard journey for me. Yeah. Like I love, 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 my kiddo. Um, but I am not, like, the quintessential mom. I am just not her. I like to work, and I don't enjoy sitting at home all the time. And, um, so this has been a big struggle. Like, yeah. you know, because you want to give your kid as much attention as possible. Yeah. Right. Um. So.
0: So that that's four years ago. Mm-hmm. Did you guys buy a house immediately? Yeah. Like, pretty
1: much. Yeah. yeah. Did you
0: take? You just kind of said. Uh, paraphrasing but like you didn't have the maternal (laughs) Mm -hmm. initial maternal instinct i did
1: not (laughs) Um,
0: but did you take to like nesting at all? oh god
1: i was a big nester (laughs) oh god like oh my god i i could nest forever like i i love that kind of stuff um yeah it's kind of funny like the way we actually nest like birds um yeah like i don't know like i think just for me like I am not a baby person. I have never been like, oh, that's a baby. I want to hold that baby. You yeah. know, like, I don't have that gene. It's yeah. just not in me that. at all, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, give me a teenager and I'm I'm ready. Yeah. You know, like, so I think my forte will come later, you know. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's hope.
0: what's that been like being out of dance and then becoming a mother like, where have you been at with your identity? Like, mm. and, and at a time in our lives when we start to, like, question our identity in right, general. Right, we're already,
1: like, almost, yeah. like, yeah. So
0: what, is the, what does that look like the last few years?
1: Well, it was a big purge, for one. Like, it was a big, like, humbling moment of um, you aren't these things. And, like, the reality of being a dancer is the second you walk back into where you used to be, you're like a nobody all of a sudden. You're yeah. not up on billboards. You're not people don't even know who you are anymore, even though your picture is, like, hanging somewhere in there, and you're like, okay, this is weird, and, and good, because, like, I feel like it's all those mirrors, really. Like, you're in front of them all the day. So there's a bit of vanity that comes with it, yeah. right? And so, like, that humbling part of being like, that's not actually me, and you, there's actually a human being in there is what? a very good <laughs> lesson, right? Yeah. Like, um, Yeah, so... I did a huge purge. I probably was not the best version of myself for a good two years, I would say, during that time. But I was really enjoying motherhood at the same time. I was really enjoying that that transition. But I went back to massage school. Okay. I wanted to do something where I was helping people instead of being all about me anymore. And, um, yeah, I was, like, breastfeeding while I was in massage school, it was really funny. Like Saturday afternoons, I'd be like baby on the boob, and then back to class. Like it was <laughs> girl, like, I know. You know, <laughs> you know that one, right? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, when I was there, I discovered this whole world of Ayurveda, and that's kind of where my heart is. What now. is that? This is um, <laughs> this is a healing kind of whole health system from India. Okay. And it's what I practice now. Um, I practice it in my own life, but I'm predominantly an ayurvedic massage therapist so that's what I do um and I'm trying to think of like all the things I've done like in that short amount of time so I went to school in California like online and I was doing that for the ayurveda stuff I was doing massage school I finished that yoga I've always been into like it was like my refuge when I lived in New York um so I did a yoga training um and after that, I did an herbalist training. Then I did a psychic training. And then I, like, um, I just keep adding on to yeah. all of the things Why I not? do. Right? Like, um, yeah. So it's brought me to where I am now. And I work in the world of wellness. And, you know, I keep adding. And now I'm just like, ooh, I like to learn for fun. You know?
0: Yeah, I get the learning. Like, mm-hmm. just enjoy learning about the stuff that you are curious about. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, and there's just, there's so much knowledge out there. Like. It's crazy. I feel like I'm, like. If I could spend the rest of my time just studying, like, yeah. I would feel fulfilled. Well,
0: with that's where I jump back to religion, too, yeah. where there's so much out there. Where it's just, like, how could mm-hmm. any of you think you're, like, we got it, guys? Oh, well,
1: that's the thing. <laughs> well, and the also, like, how do you not see the overlap, right? Yeah. Like, how oh, yeah. do you not see that there's, like, this little weave that goes through all of them and, like, you know, we're so busy on... This is where the ego thing for me, like, sinks in. Like, we're so busy on thinking, like, oh, there's a right and wrong to life, instead of focusing on the fact that we're all just literally trying to do our best, right? Like, and when did you become better than another person, right? Like, It's frustrating. It is frustrating. It is, yeah. Um,
0: So, what, tell me about what you're doing now.
1: Okay. So... I've been working for myself for a few years as, like, you know, I have the company called Bendu yeah. and Body, um, and I uh, recently came across this idea that I wanted to just take down capitalism, if I could, sure. right? Like, you know, just something small. Yeah, yeah you're right. easy goal. Like, yeah, easy goal. <laughs> um, so, um, I have quite a few friends in the wellness industry, and I kept seeing this weird thing that I know happens in a lot of cities but in Pittsburgh it felt like there was a lot of competitiveness and we weren't supporting one another as a community anymore and I was like we need to just try to fix this right like let's be a little more hippie about life right big like, undertaking. oh yeah I was like so I'm actually opening my own studio um in late fall and it's, like, this big collective, and the idea is there's no boss. Like, you know, people, they rent out spaces, but they're their own boss. They make their own money. Um, yeah. You know, it's trying to respect people and create space so that people can, like, actually grow, you know, instead of me being a wealthy little, like, overlord or something, you know. Like, um, so, yeah, this has been, like, my passion project. It's, like, a huge. It's, like, 5,000 square feet coming into Lawrenceville area. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of all the things. It's amazing. <laughs> so um, is
0: it like a is it like a whole holistic health wellness body like massage therapists could rent out a space yeah. and run their practice there? Yeah. Um do you do like any mind work? Like do you work with therapists and stuff mm-hmm, too?
1: Mhm. Well, think? I have One person that will be in the space, she's actually um, a spiritual psychologist. She actually has been a psychic her whole life, and she does some really cool stuff, right? Like, if you don't want critters in your life, she's (laughs) the girl to call. Um, You know, she's got, like, tattooed arm sleeves. Like, she's definitely who you want to kick ass for you. (laughs) Um, You know, so, yeah, there'll be mind stuff. Uh, There's body work, you know. There's um public floor work, which if you're a woman you understand that is like a need. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there'll be things for children, for seniors, um, just trying to cover the community and to like take care of each other again. Um, we have like a kitchen to teach people how to make meals that are easy and like effective for their families. You know, the yoga studio is like always gonna be going and there's uh just a lot of really good stuff that'll yeah. be here. Yeah. Aside
0: from being like the person that starts this (laughs) what what will you be doing there
1: um so i teach yoga um you know and i am part of like this lineage of like jiva mukti which is from new york originally but like they're very hardcore like um so i will be practicing that as well in the studio um and i'll keep my my massage business going so a lot of stuff i do is basically working with warm oil and like taking care of people like and kind of helping them with like okay, so this brings you out of balance, how do we help you kind of come back to a more peaceful, like, state of balance, basically, so, yeah. You're hired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm your lady if you need that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that, uh, did I miss anything? I think that brings us current. That,
1: that is current. That is, I, we had a whole adventure like yeah yeah,
0: yeah. that's uh it just sounds like you, you did so much cool stuff and I, I bet you have a billion stories from being on the road and oh man and yes. I have some really but,
1: great gems for sure yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but I'm, I'm excited about your new endeavor thank you do you have like a date you guys are planning for yet
1: um we're hoping december 1st okay because yeah. this will yeah. be
0: out mid-november
1: oh cool so, yeah yeah okay. so we can give a shout out yeah it's yeah. called sneha um yoga and wellness collective can you spell that for me it's s-n-e-h-a <laughs> okay um, exactly how it sounds yeah okay, yeah good it's good. <laughs> set, and it it means loving kindness actually yes. it's in sanskrit beautiful
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: well that's cool yeah well, I, I know
1: well thank you for having me yeah i'm like, so
0: glad you you came and did this yeah this
1: was fun it was a nice like, I was like who
0: do i know in pittsburgh right? and then uh Yeah, I remembered all of your posts. You and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? All right, you just listened to My Friend Eva. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you're in Pittsburgh or heading to Pittsburgh, uh, go over to Lawrenceville. Their location should be opening any day now. I think she was going for December 1st. So just a couple weeks, and, and it'll be open. Follow them on Instagram, the Sneha Collective. Uh, they've really been advertising nicely and showing like all the different people they're bringing in. It's really cool. Um, I, I'm hoping I get to visit there next time I am in Pittsburgh seeing my in-laws. And this was such a great visit. You know, you don't realize the connection you have with these people that are barely in your life when you're younger, And when you reconnect, uh, you just, you learn so much about these people that you never knew. And so, you know, let that be your opportunity to go out and say hello to somebody, uh, or catch up with someone you have never really had a real connection with. And maybe, maybe that'll spark up something, you know? So there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed that again. I'm so sorry for the audio quality. I'm just glad I was able to save this interview because I loved it so much. And I was, so <laughs> I don't know if Eva noticed, but like, I noticed that the recording was screwed up right at the end. She was in the middle of saying something and I jumped up and looked at the computer. I just had like a feeling, you know, and that's when I was like, oh no. And so like the last 10 minutes of our interview, I think, even though I was talking and interacting and listening in the back of my head, I kept just going, shit, 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 <laughs> so mad. But it all worked out. Uh, I don't think the audio is that bad at all. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this and I will talk to you next week. Shout out to our newest patron, Kara. Thanks for being a patron. You guys can be a patron too at patreon.com slash friend request pod. All right. I will talk to you later. I love you so much. Bye-bye.